All right, guys, welcome to the Talk or Go Home podcast. This is episode whatever this is. I really don't have a number because who knows when this is going to come out. It's we're, we're kind of moving things around. But to my left, as usual, is the one and the only Brandon Farmer. What up? And then we've got, we've got, that was, that's not to character, man. You usually say something a little more uh, chill than that. That's kind of out of character for you. Word up. What's, is that yeah. it? And then to my further left and then in front of me, we've got two special guests. I know both of them, but I'm going to let Brandon introduce them because he's known them a lot longer than I have. Yeah, graduated with me back in 02, Mr. Hammy Hamilton. Hammy Hamilton. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> and another good buddy of mine, Clint Thompson. Yeah, I don't have a nickname. Spam. Spam. Well, yeah, there, there you go. Spam. It, it's spam, but it's not spam. Nick has Nick and Brandon have both talked about us uh, on their podcast prior to uh, and kind of introduced us. Uh, Ham and Spam Retro Review. Hammy and I, we have a retro review podcast. Yeah, that's it. So this episode is going to be on. This will be an episode for our podcast, and then it will also be an episode for your podcast Correct. so it's kind of like a cross branding kind of a thing where yep. you know we're just i'm talking to ham and span retro review listeners and and you guys are going to talk to the all three of the <laughs> talker go home listeners it's like the avengers movie we're all coming yes, together exactly. we we've done you know we've done our solo movies and now we're coming together to now we've assembled we <laughs> we're gonna avenge something something we're good we gotta figure it out first yeah yeah. Which I think is kind of awesome. Yeah. But at the same time, with these guys, I don't have no idea how to talk in their language. That's for sure. Yeah. On games wise. So. Absolutely. And see, I've always thought of myself as kind of a game nerd, but they, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but you guys take the expertise to the next level. We take the nerd to the next level. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's about that should be a t shirt. We take the nerd to the next level. <laughs> that's it. That's it. No, all I know is college football. So yeah, I don't know I'm anything. Just, uh, so <laughs> you I'm know a little here. bit about everything. That's yeah. not, but, but you don't know everything about anything. No, yeah. But I, and to be I, honest I with you, that's that. that's enough. That's all you really need to know. That's it. I know just the most like I know about anything is probably going to be media stuff and history. Those are the two things. Those are my wheelhouses. And then after that, it's sports and well. Amy was a history major as well. I don't know if you realize What? That I did not know that. You were a history major? Uh, yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. So we got two history majors, and that's what I'm talking about. So you guys, JSU. to this point, are two episodes in, and yes. we have listened to both of them. Well, I have listened to both of them. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say that the best Joker... It's got to be the animated Joker. Yeah, he told me that. The other Say, day, yeah, I forgot to tell you that. Well, he texted he text me. He oh, texted yeah. me about it, yeah. so Best Joker's got to be Mark Hamill. Now, here's the thing. Mark Hamill is by far the best animated Joker. <laughs> True. But I don't know if he... I'm sorry, man. Heath Ledger. But he he just I, he took he it to another count. level. I mean, he doesn't count as an actor for Joker. I understand that. But that, that voice in you, the games and the, animated, the old animated series that we grew up with... That's the that's good. the that's the yeah. voice that I hear when I think of Joker. You know, voice wise, I think of Cesar Romero and I think of Mark Hamill. Yeah, and Mark Hamill probably more than anything else because I've seen so many animated Batman movies over the years. Right. You know, and he's just I mean, he, the dude's a legend. Voice acting, live action, whatever. You know, I mean, Luke Skywalker. Well, let's awesome. get right into it, Hammy. Who's okay. Your, who's your favorite Joker? Uh, you know, I think I'm on to say Heath Ledger. Because he uh, he took the Joker from being comedic relief mm-hmm. to serious, 
because the whole why movie so the, yeah, why so serious well the whole movie he felt like a real threat he did that's why just, he's my favorite yeah. yeah he stayed seven steps ahead of batman the entire time yeah. until the end and to me i agree i was actually talking brandon with your dad about this today we were talking about gary oldman who was also in the dark knight trilogy as yeah it's fantastic uh, too he, he's amazing what we were comparing our favorite actors your dad's was two of your dad's was christian bale and gary oldman dad yeah really? I, it surprised me yeah i didn't know that so it surprised me because they were mine and right. rarely do your dad and i agree on anything when it comes to hollywood so our tastes are so different but gary oldman disappears in most of his roles yeah you yeah. you watch him in his in those roles and you go okay i'm watching that character i'm not watching gary oldman as that character sure you know you watch nicholas cage in any nicholas cage movie and that's nicholas cage <laughs> as some character you know? Bees. <laughs> exactly <laughs> And the same thing with Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. I mean, that guy just disappears into that character. Oh, man. You know. Completely. Wasn't Gary Oldman the, um, didn't he play Winston Churchill in He did. Have y'all seen that? Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour, sorry. Darkest Hour? Oh, I haven't seen that. That great movie. Oh, my gosh. I've got it on Blu-ray. Good. It's amazing. it's, it's, It's worth a rent, for sure. For sure. Gary Oldman, again, he just disappears. Yep. He becomes Winston Churchill in that movie. It's awesome. So, real quick. All right, you gave me your favorite ones, Joker-wise, in the movies. What's your, what's your top five, being that being your top? Go down from there. Second, third, fourth, and fifth? <laughs> Ranking them? Uh, I could say Jared Leto's at the bottom. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I concur. No, I, And that's not a knock on, on Jared. That's just a knock on his interpretation sure. of oh, the yeah. Joker. Because he's yeah. good in other stuff. Oh, he's a great actor. Great actor. But, man, that, that mafia mafiosa whatever yeah, it was weird it was really different and i haven't seen the new joker movie but i haven't either that's why oh, i was telling man. nick yeah nick nick was in their first episode nick had talked about going to see it he said that they did a really good job highly recommend yeah. joaquin yeah, Phoenix i, want, I want to job. see it i really do i wasn't interested in it when it first came out mm-hmm. but after all the buzz and everything i, I really want to see it now i mean it's made over 1.1 billion dollars i believe yeah, I heard at the box office really it's yeah. crazy for for a non-superhero i mean it is a superhero movie but it's talking about it's not really an action adventure sure. movie though you know a lot of these you know in the marvel cinematic universe all of those superhero movies are action blockbuster movies this is more of like a deep dive meta kind of we're going to look at the psyche of the genesis of the Joker. Right. This isn't an action movie of him battling Batman. And for it to make a billion bucks, wow. Yeah. I mean, I think that speaks to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was kind of afraid to even step in the theater (laughs) and watch it because, I mean, let's be honest, nowadays, with all that goes on, you never know because how dark and twisted some of these movies are, how how deep it really goes, and then some, you can get some weirdo walking up in there and, and doing something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that happened during the Dark Knight. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean... Well, there was theaters sh- that didn't even show up because of that. They right, were, they yeah. Were completely out of fear, and it's just, it's crazy that it's gotten to that point. That theater in, was it Aurora, Colorado? Yeah. Colorado. Did not show the Dark Knight Rises for that reason. And I right. I don't think they showed the Joker either. Yeah, I think you're right about that, too. Yeah, they didn't show the Dark Knight Rises or the Joker because, when there was a lot of... The FBI or yeah. somebody had some national agents, federal agency basically issued a, a warning kind of, hey, you know, this movie, we're getting some buzz that this right. movie may be stirring up something that not a lot of people 
Nick would went, hurt people. Nick and, went during the time. I think you should go and well, in my opinion, me myself will go and watch it. Yeah, you I talked about that during in the, the day. First episode, what, about two o'clock or so. It was about two o'clock on a Monday, and nobody, nobody really in the afternoon. There. Nobody was there. Yeah, I, there was probably, and this was opening weekend. That's exactly what I would do too. I would, you, you know, know when nobody's there. Opening <laughs> weekend, there were there were maybe I was probably one of six or seven people in the theater at, when I went and watched the film. That's the best time to watch a movie. Oh yeah. yeah, it is. And I was telling him, you know, I sat. I say this in the episode, the first episode. I sat in the dead middle chair. Middle, both vertically and horizontally, because why? You're smiling, Clint. Well, I'm, I'm smiling because all I can think of, I, I used to watch Big Bang Theory a lot, and there's an episode <laughs> where Sheldon will go through, yeah. and he's trying to find the acoustically proper seat, That's and he'll go through and go, yeah! and just start yelling. <laughs> <laughs> That's and then me. finally he goes back and says, looks like you've already found it. This is it. <laughs> so he's, he started out and said, you haven't got the best seat. And he goes all around, and he's just yelling like, like a cow. In the uh, in the theater, and he finally comes back and says, "This is it." Cause is that what you do? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't picture those. I don't. I don't go. Well, it doesn't help that I'm tall and slender, but like Sheldon. But I, I, I would. My sound wasn't meow. My sound was more like a cackle, because because it bounces off the wall a little better. But no, I I do. I walk in and I sit down. That was a. That's a true. That was that's a joke, by the way, for those of you. That, couldn't couldn't. Thought you were being serious here, here for just really? a second. Yes, I really. Did. Could I? Could I? I was being incredibly sarcastic. So I was going to get you to do it here in just a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I I do. I like to go and I I don't have an exact science to it. I just I just, I just go okay. Yeah, that that looks about right. Yeah. Now that that's right vertically. Sure. Like when I'm walking up the stairs, right. I'm going. Yeah, this seems about right horizontally. I know exactly every time I can find the middle chair. Do you like sit down and go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, yes. ten. I'm That's in the middle. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. Go. And sometimes I wanted to say that, but I thought sometimes. I'd be like a dummy saying that. You know. <laughs> well, but. that's why I'm saying it because this is not my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge nerd. That's well, I embrace that. Yeah. We, we that's why we're here. Exactly. Some way, some point, we are. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that kind of. Recap your first episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> second episode, you guys was talked great. About conspiracy theories, favorite conspiracy theories. So I would be interested. Interested as I look over to Hammy. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Uh, lizard people from Planet X. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was Why? expecting the unknown. Po- they are posing what- as celebrities <laughs> and politicians, <laughs> and even your next door neighbor. <laughs> That's so good. This is what you get from Hammy, man. This is what we're missing. But why lizard people, Hammy? Why? That's how they were born. Why not? But why? Why why is it your favorite conspiracy theory? I I I love the crackpot stuff. (laughs) What was the uh, What was old show on like AM radio? It was like Coast to Coast. Coast to Coast AM with uh, with uh, oh what's his name? Um, Oh gosh, George Norrie. That's it. That I love listening. You listen to people start talking about this stuff, and they're dead serious. Oh, absolutely. They're like, and of course we know about the lizard people. You know, it's like (laughs) what what what's what about the lizard people? Look, as a as a young kid, I would during the summers. On I think it was Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I would have to go help my great aunt and great uncle sell produce at the farmers market in Gadsden. Yeah, and I'd have to get up. My little brother and I, we'd have to get up at five o'clock in the morning, and my grandfather would come and pick us up, and we had to be there at by five thirty. And on our way, every single 
morning on our way to the farmer's market, we would listen to George Norrie, Coast wow. to Coast AM. And my grandfather is not a conspiracy theorist. I don't know why we listen to, to George Norrie on AM radio. for you guys. Well, I think that was or the only you. thing <laughs> on the radio, and my grandfather didn't know how to listen to FM. So... <laughs> So oh, hit the switch. <laughs> <laughs> so we listened to George Norrie, and we listened at, at that point in time. You know, it was Ancient Aliens was big, and, yeah. and so that was. The, oh, I love the that. main thing. Yeah. I love stuff like that. I mean, yeah. all the all the kind of crackpot stuff that I don't believe in. And honestly, that's I think one of the things that I left out on episode two was I really as a hist, as a history guy, I really like the whole Ancient Alien stuff. I don't yeah. believe it, but I really do like it's, thinking it's, about it. I mean, I don't believe it, but they make some really cool points. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, cryptozoology, love all yeah. that kind of stuff. It's it's pretty cool. What's yours, Clint? JFK assassination, hands down. That's a good one. There's, 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 there's a lot. Yeah. Some crazy stuff about Johnson, you know, working with the CIA to, yep. to, you know, assassinate him. Because think about it. He was assassinated. I cannot believe I'm I'm doing a, about to do a deep dive into this. He was assassinated. <laughs> you know, the maximum amount of time somebody can be president is ten years. Not many people know that. Right. It's ten. It's technically ten years. And the only way that can happen is if you are the vice president when the president either resigns or is assassinated or is impeached, and then you finish out his term. His term, if it's if it's two years or less, right. If you finish not, out it his. It counts as your term. Exactly. It's the majority of the time. So yeah. You finish out his or her term with two or two or less years left on that term of the previous president's, and then you can run for re-election twice. Technically, you can be president up to ten years, and that's this what was a lot of people. Wilson, you yeah. know, where, where he did three times and then died in all. This so. was. You're talking about Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yeah, Roosevelt. I'm say Wilson. Yeah. This is what, why I'm not a history guy. No, well, Roosevelt, Roosevelt was that before. Was, yeah, that was World War II, man. That's what I'm saying. It was before. So prior to, I mean, before that, yeah, you could do three. Two, you could oh, do oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, absolutely. And then they made the yes. amendment where it could only be two. Yeah, the 22nd Amendment. And I'm not completely stupid guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, sitting at that height, it's kind of throwing me yeah, off. Yeah, Clint's like we, we've right got We've got to address this. There's a, there's a tall, like, bench height table here with three bench height seats. And there's four people here. So y'all do the math. I drew the short straw. No, I am. What, what did I ask you, though? I said I would sit there, and you could come over here because Yeah, but when um, you made the tall joke, I was going yeah, okay. to die. Right. What's funny is if Brandon was sitting there and Clint was here, they'd still they'd be, be taller. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Amy. <laughs> now, some of the more modern conspiracy theories are kind of creepy to me. Yeah. I don't know if you want to add this out or not, but Pizzagate, you heard of that? No. What's, what's Pizzagate? Uh... I don't really want to get too far it's, into it. I think I've heard of it, but I haven't. It's worth the Google? It it, it gets into, uh, like, human trafficking and Satan worship from <laughs> from, yeah. from our uh, from our politicians, like yeah. current politicians. And it's called Pizzagate. Yeah. Is there a pizza chain associated there with it? There was a pizza place in Washington, D.C. where all this stuff was supposed to be coming stemming from. And check it out. Cause it's oh, wow. it's it's, it's, okay. a deep dive. it's a rabbit hole. I went down a couple of pig years trail. ago, and yeah, pig trail. Like I don't know, it blew my mind. It, it made me uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's why I like to stick to the uh, you know aliens and and Bigfoot is yeah, my stepdad and some stuff of that like that. It's true because you get into it, and you're like, oh crap. That's Man, we made it and check that out. Yeah, that sounds but, really but scary. Probably too deep into no, it. You know what I'm saying? That sounds really. Yeah, I'm kind of. Unco- I'm not uncomfortable. I'm unsettled right. because oh, it's very you know, unsettling. Well, it's like 
that movie, The Manchurian Candidate. Mm-hmm. You never want to think the government would do anything like that. But at the same but, time, you're like, it could be possible. Like you, surely they're not doing it, but it could be. But I mean, then you learn that, you know, have you all seen Stranger Things? Yes. Yeah. Project MK Ultra. Mm-hmm. In in the first season, of, that was a real program that the CIA actually. I didn't know that. They w- they tested LSD and a bunch of other experimental drugs um, on yeah, on okay, humans yeah, to try to get what in Stranger Things posits was a success, which is this telepathic kind of a somebody that could see sure. or control something with their mind. Right, and, and you're just going. I knew there were tests boy. with LSD. I didn't know. I didn't. Put it together, but yeah, yeah, I, I knew about that. I didn't know what it was called. And you know, Roswell is another big one. That's that, another one. Yeah. yeah. But before we get into that or anything past that, I want to go back to the JFK assassination. What do you think happened? Yeah, we completely skip that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's okay. I get because I'm in the short chair, kind of I get ignored. Everybody's kind of you know. I, what do you I, think, young man? <laughs> what do you? Th- yeah, you guys are higher than me. Hammy said it earlier, uh, where it looks like you three are judges, and I'm you know the criminal. <laughs> <laughs> so. We are all three facing you. <laughs> yeah. I th- I don't know. I think the government did it. I really do. I mean, you start looking at all the all the details that goes into it. I mean, I'm not saying that somebody could have done it, but you don't know where the government maybe said, hey, if you'll let us use you as a scapegoat, you know, we'll take care of your family for the rest of your life. And that, I mean, there, any anything could happen. I just, it's, there's too much gray area that goes into it that just makes you think, really? And then well, the flight, is it flight 93? Yeah, I think that so. That supposedly, you know, got shot down, but everybody said it just crashed. Oh, yeah. It didn't crash. That, that one's on um, Amazon. It's it's worth a worth a go, too. So, what, what and that brings me back to what I was, the point that I was trying to make on the whole JFK thing is, it just so happened that JFK died right. where, so, where right. Lyndon Baines Johnson could have spent 10 years as president sure. where he would have filled out JFK's remaining two years and then, and then he could have run for relay had the Vietnam War gone very differently I think I think Johnson would have would have run in 68 but instead mm-hmm. Nixon ran and sure. won when you start talking about the rifle that he used and how inaccurate that was that it it wasn't a reliable weapon right. and that kind of a thing and he wasn't a crack shot oh, there's all kind of there's all kind I of think he shot at him but I think the the guards in the in the uh, in the car with JFK, mm-hmm. reacting in a certain, and they they shot JFK on accident because they had an AR in the car yeah. with them. Did they not? Ain't that right, Clint? I I don't know. That's why they talked about it. it. Had one and and one of the guards had actually turned around. If you actually go through the the video or the movie or the right. documentary or whatever, and they show you and exactly what had happened it is very convincing. Well, that's I, possibly what could have happened. Right. Accidentally got shot by one of his own security guards, and then, you know, well, it's never. Perhaps I've seen you know tons of documentaries on it, and the one that that really is kind of eye opening is they had a sniper, you know, with with dead bullets, shoot from the location and see where the bullets fell because they had all that documented, mm-hmm. and the bullets fell basically where they were supposed to. But they were really? saying, well, you know, this tree was here, and this lamp post was here with these red lights and stuff on it, and like, there's no way for that shot from this angle, right? You know, and that's yeah. where your, your grassy knoll stuff comes into play, and yeah, and, and like even like you said, maybe it was an inside job kind of stuff. But I mean, there's there's a ton of stuff like that, like uh, Hitler being alive in South America. I thought didn't the JFK papers like confirm that? Well, yeah, yeah, the whole JFK papers you that know, were released what a couple of years ago, yeah, a year or two ago. ago. Um, Maybe a little longer. I don't know. So I you know, it, it talked about that. It talked about oh gosh, who what was it? Was it, it wasn't Muhammad Ali? Was it? 
Who else was in that JFK thing that we mm. were talking about? I don't know. Okay. I think Elvis is still alive. Elvis That's a big one. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> That's a real big one. I think Tupac's still alive. He's still making better music <laughs> than Justin Timberlake right now. Tupac Shakur. Yep. Tupac Shaq. Tupac Shaq. So that kind of tied in y'all's first couple of episodes. Why are we here? <laughs> yeah, so we don't really well, have a format, you know. Well, what what I think we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna cut to a cut to a real quick ad break. All right. Come back from the ad break and then and then we'll okay okay we'll. cool. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, guys, we are back. That was, and, that was uh, fast. Yeah, it was fast, wasn't it? <laughs> so we're going to talk about, we're going to get on Clint and Hammy's level a little bit and talk about. Well, y'all got to come on down to get on my level. Okay, come on down to Clint's level a little <laughs> bit and uh, talk about favorite games, video games on top of that. Well, so who's going to go first? Are we going to let, well, I don't think we need to let the experts go first. I think we need to. Yeah, let, <laughs> let oh, the. Where are these experts? Let, yeah, let the. Well, before, before y'all do that, okay. real quick, back in, back in May of 2019, Hammy and I got together and said, hey, let's let's do a retro review podcast. Because yeah. we always talked about how funny it would be for, for us just to give reviews of something. Right. So, you know, we did, just like everybody kind of does, we, we did an intro episode. And then our second episode was our top five most influential games. Well, then from there, you know, we were going week to week saying, hey, let's do this game. Hey, let's do this game. Well, finally we, we got together and said, hey, this is taking way too much time. Let's. Let's map it out. So we mapped out our first 30 games, and some of them included uh, Donkey Kong Country for Super Nintendo. Some included... Um, Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah. I love how y'all mapped out the 30 games because it just... Y'all do a variety of different ones. Oh, it's, it's not just... Oh, we got yeah. 50 mapped out now. Yeah, we got up right. to 50 mapped Yeah, out that's now. what so, I like about so it. So we did the first 30, and the first 30 included... Um, Donkey Kong Country, it included Star Fox 2, which was a, a, a very new release on an older system. Yeah. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Ninja Turtles 2 for regular Nintendo. Um, what else have we done? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we I'll actually did a movie review because, because we were kind of running out of time to get a game. Oh, in. yeah. Uh, so we did... Um, Jurassic Park as a movie review, so that was kind of featuring uh, one Brandon Farmer. Yeah, and and, and can yep. I just say, as a fan of the show, I really would like more of those. I know you're a gaming podcast, but I, I really do like the the movie reviews. Okay, oh. so that's just some feedback actual movie for you guys. reviews or watch-alongs because the Jurassic Park was a watch-along. Watch-along, whatever you want to call it. I, okay. the, the format because we was actually awesome. like, watched the movie in the background. You kind of hear it a little bit, and we kind of talked over about what the scenes were. So. It made it for a longer podcast, but we've actually kind of dabbled in maybe doing some movie reviews here and there uh, from from the from the time period, the eighties, nineties, in the early. 2000s. I think that's awesome. So you have know, y'all have y'all thought about so. doing Christmas Vacation? <laughs> Any other one? Yeah, that's oh, what we need. I've to got do. some good news for you. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Which I shan't spoil yet. <laughs> Not on air anyway. Not on, yeah, not on air. I'll do that long. We'll tell you once we start recording. Yeah. I, like I was involved. But hey, that yeah, I know you're talking, but can I, can I no, you're fine. steal it for, for a it. second and just kind of explain again kind of the origin story? I've talked about it a little bit on our 
I believe, first episode. Yeah. But, God, man, this was back in June. I remember I was on my way to Mobile, Alabama for the Alabama Educators Technology Conference. I know it sounds as exciting as it was, (laughs) but I was on my way to Mobile. Yeah, yeah. I did have a good time, though. Oh, I bet you did. It was in Mobile. (laughs) So, and I I can't remember how it happened or came. I was on the phone with you, and you happened to mention that Clint and Hammy had started a podcast about games. And I I remember exactly where I was. I had just passed Sarah Land. I was on 65 on that stretch of 65 where it's nothing but bridge right. going into Mobile. Yeah. And I said, I've got to. And I think I told you this on the phone. I've got to get a hold of Clint. i got to get in on this. This is awesome. Yep. And so I got your number from Clint. Or I got Clint's number from, from you. you from me. <laughs> and so I called. Did I call or I, did I text you? I you can't called. remember. I called you. Yeah. And you were, I think you were kind of busy at the time. But well, we, you were, were, we were on vacation. We were at the beach. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I'm, I, again, I, I'm sorry no, for fine. interrupting your vacation. It's but fine. I'm like, dude, I am so, this is awesome. <laughs> I hear, I've heard you're starting a podcast and I, I want in on it. You know, can I, can I produce it? I said, can I come in and, and produce it? And he said, well, you know, let me talk to Hammy about it. We got to talk it over and that kind of thing. And, and then I believe a week or two later, you guys. Yeah, you came to the where we are now, and we had a, a short little meeting, sure. and and I kind of pitched everything to you. Sadly, it never really worked out because of a ske- because of scheduling right. conflicts. I was always I had other projects sure. going on when y'all had the time set to, for for y'all to record. For those so, that don't know, Nick Wilson has like eighty irons in the fire at one time at any <laughs> given point. The fact that we literally called him up yesterday and said, "Hey, let's do this," and he says, "Okay, I'm free." Hold yeah. on, let me get everybody else together. Yeah. So, yeah. He's a busy dude out. right here, man. So I'm, gl- I'm glad that it did. Well, and I think we all are because oh, we all have so much going on. You know, During this time for me, I'm less busy, of course. And this is your probably this busiest is my busy time. time. Yeah, right. this, is, this is my crazy, crazy time. But it, we made it work. Yep. We're, not, we're not filming Dog Talk today or right. Bulldog TV. We, we've taken two weeks off. So uh, it worked out perfect. So, yep. yeah, it's – it worked out perfectly, and but that kind of got me thinking about doing a podcast, mm-hmm. especially when I realized that I couldn't make the time right. match with you guys. Right. So you guys continue with the podcast, and y'all have done awesome with it. But then you do this, understand you're like the only feedback we get. If you tell us we're doing awesome, <laughs> we're going to keep doing it. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, let me just put it to you this way. When I listen, I'm entertained, and sure. I think that's y'all's goal. Sure. So you're achieving you're, – you're, Meeting your own expectations. So, I've got to. Really I've got awesome. to hear Hammy's quotes for the day. So yeah, when it, you know, I just, <laughs> my, my what now? <laughs> <laughs> well, when it, whenever you're making fun of Clint too. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So That's, fun fun fact. Oh, I actually yeah. work. At, well, hold on. Before I say that, I'm just gonna go ahead and finish up my other story. We get, get out of this pig trail. So then I talked to Brandon, and Brandon and I kind of like we're throwing around this idea about doing a podcast when I we realized that I won't be able to help you guys. And I think he caught the fever, too. You guys started one, and he, the fever kind of spread uh, to Brandon. I don't know. Did it? Caught. Uh, well, no, I mean. Well, he's been on our show before. He, uh, he's yeah, turkey uh, on our uh, show, by the right, way, for anybody yeah. that doesn't know. And so, no, it's because I wouldn't have done one, really, because you've got the setup. Sure. I mean, you got it set up. And so when you we start talking about it, yeah, sure, let's, let's do it, since it's already set up to do that. So um, I guess that was more of anything. But it is. As we've gone on and done it, it's it's been fun. So yeah. I enjoyed it. 
we were we've ramped up development of this thing really quickly. Like we turned this sucker around in like a two or three week time period, at and and bam, we're on air. You yeah. know, and I don't even know what we talk about most of the time. <laughs> well, we 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 just talk about random crap, yeah. man. I but, love that format, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we yeah. did because because we were like, hey, let's do a podcast. And he was like. Well, I've got a microphone at home, and it was just you know it was a Blue Yeti, just yeah, a, yeah. just a Blue Yeti. And our first couple of episodes sound like they sound terrible because we were on a Blue Yeti. We were in my kitchen. It was raining like the first night that we did it. I had to yell at my son one t- one point. I had to mute it and yell at Maze. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, Even though you you couldn't hear the rain or anything, I'm or I couldn't, but um, I couldn't either. Well, it sounded it sounded you know for the first time it. it, it it sounded good. But I mean literally it a was a lot of born. labored breathing, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, for real. We uh um we, we literally he was like, Hey, I've got a microphone. So he ran home, got his microphone, come back, said, Well, hey, let's just see what it sounds like. And said, yeah. Well, this isn't bad. Let's let's throw it out there and publish it and right. see what happens. So, yeah. you know, and, and obviously the rest is history. So Right. And I that that's one thing that interests me and that's the why that's the reason why I gave that story was that I don't know, the origin story behind creative projects like this and movies and books always interests me and you know, it's reflecting back on how we've gotten to this point where mm-hmm. all four of us are sitting in this room I think it's really interesting that you know you guys created a podcast I've been a podcast guy for a couple of years and it's really so ramped up over the past oh or, yeah okay. oh yeah I started with uh, Ear, Ear Biscuits mm-hmm. the podcast by Rhett and Link mm-hmm. and then I've gotten into I got into some history podcast I listened to S-Town I don't know if you guys have listened to S-Town it's a podcast from NPR about Alabama a town in Alabama and it's a really, really good podcast. It's it's a little vulgar, but it's it's a it's an interesting deep dive into Southern culture. And there's just so much to do with podcasts. I mean, there's so much out there. A lot so. of stuff out there. Yeah. But anything you want to listen to, all you got to do is a quick search, and you can find it. See, what really kind of got us into, or got me into wanting to do a podcast was, of all things, a, a a retro wrestling podcast from when wrestling was super big with you know NWO and WWE. Uh, WWF and WCW and DX and Goldberg and Sting. I mean, and I, and I started listening to it. It's like, man, this is awesome. We could do this. So that was yeah. kind of the brainchild behind it was listening to another podcast. You know, same, it kind of sounds like the same. Well, thing. let's talk about the number one podcast in Asheville, Alabama. And that's Hammer Spam. Is it really? <laughs> it's got to be. We assume. Because <laughs> we're the only, com- as far as I know, we're the only competitor, and we're not at y'all's level Well, we're yet. here to uh, destroy y'all's show completely, and we're going to X-nay the competition. Well, <laughs> by infiltrating from the inside. Exactly, exactly. Well, let's start with what y'all do, man. Video games. Let's, let's, let's hear it. What y'all, what y'all like, what y'all's childhood game you played the most, and all that stuff. Well, I started out uh, with as a, as a Nintendo kid. Uh, had the regular Nintendo, and then graduated to the Super. Uh, excuse me, I graduated to the Sega. So after that, I was kind of considered a Sega kid. Sega. Yeah. Um, is Sonic the Hedgehog. Period. Yeah. yeah. Done. I knew that. Yeah. Um, but after that, I ended up with the PlayStation and the PlayStation Two, and then I graduated to the Xbox 360, and now the Xbox One. Um, so I've kind of been all over the roadmap. I haven't necessarily been system specific, but yeah, me and you're about the same. Yeah. So we all we had the Sega, yeah, yeah, Sega placed that. Well, it was actually Sega sixty four. See, I Nintendo skipped the sixty four for the regular PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation two, right, Xbox, and so forth. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
game I played the most growing up has got to be some version of Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I can't just put, you know, either one, two, or three in there because I played them all. Yeah, which is a great now. game. So, Love it. Um, that's that's kind of my, my backstory as far as the, the gaming side of it. Hammy? Uh, started my first console with Super Nintendo. Then went to N64, GameCube. Right. Uh, after GameCube, when Nintendo went with the Wii, I switched over to Xbox 360. Yeah. So, the Xbox One. I've got all of them now. You know what? I forgot about the GameCube. <clears throat> I didn't have it, but Alex had it. Hmm. Alex had the GameCube. I didn't play it a ton, but I still... There was only a couple games I enjoyed sure. you know, playing. Yeah, Same. so... I love it. Yeah. It was, it was a cool How about system. up until about three weeks ago, I didn't realize I had a GameCube for like the last eight years. I did not know that. I loved how the way it was made. Yeah. You know, just... It was a cube. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just... Uh, the way it opened, I mean, the way all the yeah, I did. Some people have converted them into lunchboxes. Oh really? Oh, have they? Yeah, that's neat. So wait, what did you say? What yours was? Were what yours were? Game wise, game systems. Yeah, yeah. You did? I did. Sega Genesis. I'm so sorry. Sega Genesis 64, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, Xbox 360. When did you say that? I just named it off as yeah. soon as Clint named his off. He did. Before Clint did? After, uh, after Clint. After, after Hammy. Or after, after Hammy. Wow, I must have really zoned out. I apologize, yeah. Brandon. Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Brandon, we're on a topic that Nick doesn't care about. No, no, no. no, no. Hey, you know <laughs> what you need to no, do? You know I, what you need to do? I know what I was doing. I was what, thinking about mine. You know what you need to do? What? Just go on home, man. Okay. Oh, yeah, because I don't want to talk. Talk or go home. Talk or go home. <laughs> so, I, I think I was thinking about my consoles. I was, I was going... Yeah, I haven't ever played on that one. I haven't played on that one either. I might have played on that one, but I don't know if I got it to work with the TV because my TV was too new. So, But no, I started, my first console was the PlayStation 2. That was the first console that God, I started you're with. so young. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yes, I am. Oh, man. And then, what, what's the age gap here? Because we're, we're all 35, 36. I'm 24. 24. Yeah. That's 12 years. You missed the 90s. You missed all the good stuff. You missed the console war. But yep. I, I didn't, yeah, I did Which not. were great consoles, by the way. Yeah. Great consoles. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. I was, yeah, you that can't. was the golden age right uh, there. It was. So I, I, I grew up with the Xbox versus PlayStation battle. Sure. And then, you know, you kind of had Nintendo doing whatever the crap they were doing. Um, never been a huge Nintendo guy, but I have been a don't, very... Don't lo- make Amy <laughs> But I have been a loyal Nintendo adherent, I guess, player, if that's what you want to call it. But I was... Eventually, I found my way to the PC. And that's where I that's where I reside today is my is my con I guess I don't know if you'd call it console but that's that's my platform of choice. I do a lot of PC gaming too. So Hammy and Nick are on the PC stuff. Me and Clint, Consoles. not so much. Yeah, yeah I, I I've just never really been able to get into it that much. Not that it's any worse or any better. It's just there well, was only one game I got into on the PC and it was a late model dirt track game that day <laughs> and I just played it over and over again but that was the only game I really got into so anyway I'm a nerd I think but, I had a Sonic the Hedgehog collection on PC yeah well you said Sonic, Sonic was your favorite yeah. game yeah right? just, uh, just the whole franchise the, okay for the most, for the, most part, the 16-bit franchise Hammy did you say now, your favorite yeah, game yeah what was yours uh, well my favorite series is Legend of Zelda that's what I thought that and favorite sense. game is Ocarina of Time okay yeah all okay. time yeah. easily Brandon whoa Do we have to? Uh, this is what we talked about when we were over there. That, that episode I was on with y'all. Yeah. I love Mario. Was my kid Mario Brothers, sure. Super Mario Brothers. That was 
kid game. But I was Gears of War was my, I guess, adult. I heard that. I, I listened to this episode when you talked yeah. about Gears so of War. I love Gears. Yeah. It was kind of a coming off. Love Halo 2, but Gears, I don't know why I relate to it so much. It just is one of my favorite. Okay, so I'm going to completely like blow the the track record here that has been set. <laughs> my favorite game of all time is Civilization Five. Oh, Civ Five, it's good. Civ Five is. I'm a huge strategy game nerd. That's why I love PC so much. Okay. Is because that's you know that's what if you want to play a strategy game. You play it on a PC or a computer. Well, that's the only place to R- play exactly. RTS games. Please yeah, explain you, to me what this is and what you do, because <laughs> I have no idea. So Civilization Five, there we're up to Civilization Six now, but I don't play that trash. <laughs> so Civilization, you, Civil- you, Hamie is falling in love with you. Yeah, he loves you. Already. I like it. So Civilization Five is my by far my favorite game. I've got a list. You want to go down my list of games in my top seven games? Yes, okay. since I saw you run it down a while ago. The random yes. odd number. I know. Literally that's, that, an odd number. After seven, I couldn't think of any more. So. <laughs> yeah. Number two is Civ Four. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me no. number three is Civ Three. <laughs> oh, no. no, no, no. Uh, number three is City Skylines. Number four is Age of Empires Three. Oh, yeah. Number five is Empire Total War. I don't know if you guys noticed a common theme here. Oh, number six is Rome Total War. And then the only console game on this list... At number seven is Mercenaries. One of that was a good game. See, yes, I'm so glad somebody knows about Hammy Mercenaries. Has fallen in love, dude. Well, Mercenaries, I can, awesome. we're, the we're done. Clint. We're done. Review is completely over. It's going to be Nick and Hammy talk <laughs> PC games. Mercenaries was uh, what, PS2. Yes, that and was that was nice open world. Uh, I remember you had the cards. Yes, that you of, could of collect bounties. You had to go find them and get them. So basically, the premise of the game, and and when and it's really it's crazy how relevant it is now. And uh, Brandon's moving the mic away, but because <laughs> and so is Clint. Clint dropped his. It's a so, shooter. It's a what third person shooter. Yeah. It so you are a mercenary and you go to basically there's been a coup in North Korea. The, the heir to the dictatorship of North Korea has killed his father. He's taken over the regime, and he's gone completely crazy. So that's pretty he's, much what really happened in real life. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It predicted the he's, future. He, he invades South Korea, kind of, I think. Well, then the United Nations gets involved, and China invades. The Russian mob comes in, and, the, and so you're, you have all these different factions. You've got the South Korean army, the North Korean army. The UN, China. China, and the mob. And you basically, as a mercenary, go around and you have to do missions for all these different factions because your main goal is to collect this deck of cards. That And each, each card is a leader or member of the North Korean military. And obviously, was it the Ace of Spades is this guy that overthrew his dad and is yeah, ruling North Korea now. One. Because you're trying to prevent a global nuclear war, hmm. because he has access to the nuclear warheads. That sounds so pretty, pretty interesting. That might be something I would play. It's really fun. Hammy, hey, are you impressed with this dude already? Very. I, <laughs> I did not know. Mercenaries Two was okay. This guy impresses but, me, man. Every each and every time. But like, Mercenaries was great. So is that kind of like an Assassin's Creed type game of some sort? I mean, where you, or is it a little bit? Have you played any of the new Ghost Recon games? It plays uh, a lot more like them. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's a very good comparison, and, and it's cool because in real life during the uh, the uh, recent Gulf War, mm-hmm. uh, they had the deck of cards. Yeah, 
Right. And that's where they Saddam got Hussein was the ace of spades. Right. So that they they got they pretty much and the game developers talk about the inspiration for the game. They took that that was, you know, they thought well that'd be a kind of a cool game to make if if but they didn't want to make it about the Iraq War, so they went to or the Gulf War, so they went to. The next, like, best thing. the next best thing, which was North Korea, and little did they know that would become very relevant <laughs> right, in yeah. the in the in the near future because that game came out in what the early two thousands, yeah, oh three, oh two, oh three, oh four, somewhere in there, and I can remember spending hours playing that game and what I would give to be able to play that game again. I haven't played it in years. You know, we were kind of the same way when we were talking about Halo because that's where we really spent a lot of our gaming time is just in Halo. Yeah. Especially the multiplayer. You know, when they kind of started coming out with multiplayer, that those early days of multiplayer, I wish we could have that time back just to go back and relive it, how much fun we had because it, it, even today it doesn't seem the same. Like, to get online and play because – They've added this or they've added that, and you know the server's down, so we got to go here. And it's just it's different now. And that's an interesting shift in the gaming industry that y'all have talked about some on your podcast is the shift from this story-based gaming where you start a campaign sure. and and the only way to play the game is to play through the campaign right. is to is to follow the story. But now it's mostly shifted to okay right as here, a multiplayer exactly mm-hmm. and here are the fi- here are the new features for this multiplayer yeah i like game. the campaign yeah. stuff too that was but i i, I think it, so much focus has been taken away from the story and game development of the campaign that it's almost like we've entered that era is now gone yeah. not as much effort's being put into the story well you don't have to yeah I mean, you 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 Throw some throw some graphics out there and put everybody online against each other and say who's the best. I mean, it's, and, it's a simple formula, and that's really why I like PC gaming so much because you still have that those kind of games being made on PC sure. as indie games that yeah. usually don't see a lot of day on consoles. So in the PC world, they're kind of keeping it. Oh yeah, campaign wise, you've got so many like indie games. Used to. Yeah, so many indie games, man. But see, they also have you know the MMOs where you can get twenty or thirty people and they play through the campaign together see I think if they did something like that that would be fun not just multiplayer let's go kill you know kill the other team well, there's a few MMOs on console not many though but like no. you know you think about how old how old is Warcraft World of Warcraft ridiculously is, is like 20 years old, old. or something it's yeah. crazy and it's still going and it's got a it's got oh, a yeah. huge following and you know you can't tell me you couldn't do something like that with Halo and every so often throw a new campaign mission out how long has Grand Theft Auto Five been out. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, there's there's the going around and killing people and whatever aspect of it and racing. But you know, for a long time, you and I would get on Grand Theft Auto Four, Grand Theft Auto Five, and just drive around and just hang out in the game. <laughs> yeah. That's the most fun to me is just committing crimes, <laughs> <laughs> committing virtual crime. Yeah. Well, and and two, think about how much fun it, this this past week we just released Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Four Turtles in Time. Think about how much fun we had with that. Like. Gone are the days of, hey, mom can can hand me spend the night, so we can play games all night long. Sit here on the couch and play games yeah. all night long. That's that's where all my childhood memories are with with video games. Is doing that. Yeah. Think about how much fun we had. Granted, it's a thirty minute game. We beat it on the hardest difficulty in thirty minutes. But how fun was it? Just mm-hmm. to go back and just the two of us, you know, go. Kick and your shot. eyes are red, shot, bloodshot. It's and funny that that, up so late. <laughs> that y'all mentioned that because you know we've mentioned the age difference twelve years. But, I mean, I did the same thing. Yeah. I I can remember going over to a friend of mine's house, Dustin Bartlow, 
he doesn't live in the state of Alabama anymore. He he moved away, and obviously he's grown now. But but <laughs> when we were in middle school, he brought just a crap ton of friends over, and it wasn't even his birthday. It was his older brother's birthday. It was Jordan's birthday. And we stayed up until 5.30 the next morning playing GameCube, PS2, and Xbox 360. And I can remember at one point in the night, it had just gotten to where we just had a LAN party. Yep. And and there was a, a team of guys in one room yep. on one console oh, man, and a team yeah. of guys in another. And we just we, it was just taking turns and going at it. Yep. And that was awesome. So that's because how one one room would win, and the, and you could just hear the other room just start cussing and just get so <laughs> mad. It just got yes from across the hallway. It was awesome. So that's how memories are made, though, because you got games tied in with you know human contact. Absolutely. I mean, these kids today who are playing Fortnite by themselves in their room, what kind of memories are going to have? I don't 10, think my little brother has now? ever had an experience like that. You know, because no, he he's. He plays Fortnite. Yeah. Granted, he's twenty years old, but he play. Actually, he's twenty. He's twenty-one. Yeah. He's twenty-one, but he still sits in his room by by his cell. He's at Auburn right now, and he sits in his room by himself when he's done with his homework, and he plays Fortnite in a in a lobby with who, who knows how many people. It, it resonates with the kids these days. I mean, well, it's just not the same, though. It's, it's not. But there's a little lost. There is hope. You know, Hammy and, and Clint have inspired me to go out and. You know, they're making a new retro Nintendo games. Yeah. You know, it's got so many mm-hmm. classics on it. So I went and bought one. And we've played it at the house, and I took it on vacation, and we've hooked it up to the TV and played it. And when they get on it, and, you know, I, I make fun of them right. because they can't beat, especially my oldest, can't beat a certain level. Yep. I'm like, hey, this is way harder yep. than Fortnite, you little sucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, made yeah. the, we made the point about, you know, nowadays everybody's talking about how hard the games were back then. Yeah. Or And, and even back then where we were talking about Ninja Turtles this past week, how they were talking about, oh, it's too easy, it's too easy. So it's like it's six and one, half a dozen of the other. Is it going to be too easy? Is it going to be too hard? We grew up in a time where there was no save states. You couldn't save after every mm-hmm. every time you beat somebody or, or whatever. I saw on Twitter where some girl was talking about playing Sonic the Hedgehog 1 on yeah. the Sega Genesis Classic and talking about how hard it was. And there was no way she could start from the very first level and go all the way through it. And I'm like, that's what we did. That's how we got by. <laughs> it's a normal games. weekend for right. you. Right. You know, Mario, Super Mario World for, for Super Nintendo is one of the first games I remember having a save feature. And all that did was when you got to a certain point, that's just where you pick back up. That was all it was. It wasn't you know, necessarily made for get to a point save, get to a point yeah. save, get to a point save. Yeah. So just Ninja Gaiden two was still by far one of the hardest games ever ever done. You know, and, and people gripe about how hard it is. Uh Battletoads, the uh the jet ski level, you know, the mm-hmm. everybody talks about how hard that and that's like the third level in the game. Ghosts and goblins. Yeah. So I mean people they don't understand how hard it is, how hard it was. It's how hard it is still is. Well, yeah, I mean, it mean still is. because I found myself, we went on vacation, I brought it with me. And so I brought it, I brought it for myself, but mainly for the kids, kind of keep them entertained. Sure. But I find myself, as they're playing, they're trying, they're not beating it. So they're, they're not beating the levels and stuff. They can barely get through it. And so I so let Daddy show you how. <laughs> so, yeah. And then yeah, I start to get up. in there, and I can't beat it. So I'm, and they're like, Danny, can I, can I play again? No. No, no you cannot. No, way. no you cannot. Danny's going to beat this. Yes. 
for the life of me, Daddy's going to sit here all night long, and you're going to watch, and then we're going to do this, and there ain't going to be no. You're not getting it back. So what's your the time is game? done. Yep. Yeah. What's the shooting game where you can um, play two player on it, and it's got the little oh gosh contra. That's it. That's it. I found myself just caught up in that game <laughs> over oh, for almost. I bet I sit there for two two hours or more trying to get past this stupid level. Kids I, are crying. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the house is burning down. Yeah. Say, Brandon, we're hungry. Grant's on, Grant's on the floor. He's like, Daddy, please. Uh, you know. Sorry, son. I've got I've to beat this level. Yeah. And it I've got to carry can the family come, forward. It can be addictive, too. It's, it's back to them days where we played it. And it's just like things never change once you get back on it. So anyway. see, I had I remember having that same experience with mercenaries, that same exact experience. There was always there was a certain level where you had to jump into you had to fly an airplane or something, a jet, some something like that, to a certain spot and get out and and beat all these tanks and and it's like I could never get past it. I could never get it. And I, I can remember spending hours trying to get past this level. Oh, yeah. Guys, I was not a good video game player. Still am not. So we've had this discussion before what we consider retro. And obviously we're kind of the same age. And it's obviously subjective. Yeah. So anything previous to Nintendo for us is kind of what we'd almost call over the hill. It's not necessarily retro anymore for us. It's kind of over the hill. So where, my like your, Atari and all like that Atari. stuff. Okay. So like I played a little bit of Atari, you know, with the Pongs and, and yeah. whatnot. Uh, ET. Yeah. What a terrible. <laughs> Asteroids. Asteroids. Pac-Man. Space Pac-Man. Invaders. Yeah. Those kind of things. Yeah. But anything previous to Nintendo for me personally is kind of over the hill as far as retro. Nick, where's your line for retro? So it's interesting that you say that because I listened to that podcast where y'all talked about this mm-hmm. and the line that y'all have created. The, the definition of retro, right? It really is what it is that y'all have created through the through your work on your podcast. I completely agree with. Okay. I don't consider the games that I played or the games that came out a little bit before my time mm-hmm. to be retro. I consider when I hear the word retro, I think eighties. I think, I think your classic kind of nostalgic, vintage, cultural icon games. Sure. The games that y'all talk about all the time. Okay. But I think the reason that I call it retro and the reason that you call it retro are still a little different. Right. I call it retro because that's been ingrained in my mind through movies and TV shows and music. And fantastic podcasts. And fantastic podcasts. <laughs> you call it retro because you were a little closer to it right. in, in your life experience than I was. You know, the games that I played growing up I wouldn't call retro, but I would call... Well, they're I don't, your I don't retro. Know. Because yeah. that's what we yeah. talked about. Because when Maze gets my age, Fortnite's going to be retro to Absolutely. him. Because that's what he grew up with. Yeah. So, you know, that Xbox 360 might be his Nintendo for me. You know, and, and going forward, that's his retro up until he gets 25, and see, 30 years I, old. And I have where his cutoff is. Well, I, have, I work with a guy... I never thought I would ever say this in my <laughs> life, but... Uh, our strength and conditioning coach is a huge WoW player. I mean, he plays World of Warcraft, left, and he's a huge computer geek. But you, you've met, have you met our strength, Jesse, strength and conditioning coach? He's jacked. Yeah, he doesn't I, look like he would play WoW at all. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really not sure if I've met him or not. Okay. Well, he, great guy. 
but he completely disagrees with me on the definition of retro. Ah. Because he doesn't think there is a retro game. What? He doesn't think they exist because he says as long as they're playable, they're not retro. His definition of retro is almost like it's it's only retro if it deserves to be in a museum and if it can't be played anymore. So So WCW Mayhem is retro? <laughs> <laughs> so it can't you know, be played anymore. No. But it shouldn't be in a museum. It shouldn't be. I believe he listens to the podcast too. I believe he's a he's a listener. I s I've sent him y'all's way. I necessarily agree with that because I mean now if I wake up one day and I'm wanting to play Mega Man three on my Nintendo and it doesn't work, well that doesn't necessarily make it retro. Just because it doesn't work or you can't play it anymore. So I think where he's but, getting but to is it's it's subjective. Well, I think where he's getting at is, you know, he's been playing WoW for years. Sure, he's twenty six, twenty eight, mm-hmm. so he's been playing WoW for a majority of the time that it's been in, in existence, and he's still playing it. And I think his point is that as long as it's playable, it's still fresh. Right. You know, for instance, I'm going to keep playing Civ Five for the rest of my life as long as I can. Mm-hmm. So I'm never going to consider it retro. Sure. So, but but eventually you'll get out of it. And oh, maybe absolutely. Move on to something else, yeah. and you'll think ten years from now or ten years from then, say, "Oh, I remember that game was great. Yeah. It's a retro game." Just because you can go and get it and buy it at a pawn shop, a flea market, wherever, and then come home and hook it up. Yeah. To me, it's still it's still the time period is what makes because that's it the same well, with movies, you know. Absolutely. Right. I, I can see his point because. You know, Brandon buying the uh, SNES Classic uh, for his kids; those retro games are new to them. Right, exactly. So I can I can see that. I can appreciate yeah. that. I, that brings up an interesting thought that I've had that I really haven't heard anybody go into a deep dive about, and that's the future. Hmm. Now, now I just what's the future of gaming? The future. Gaming? I saw the, streaming. There it is. That's the immediate yeah. future of gaming is going to be streaming. Well, I saw the new game systems that our Xbox and PlayStation are putting out. Yeah. And that's PlayStation 5. Yeah. Tentatively right now, it's PlayStation 5. More than likely, it will be. And then Xbox 2. Is X- that right? Uh, Scarlet. Well, Scarlet is the Project, Project Scarlet. Yeah, Project name. Like Scorpio is for the Xbox One. But yeah. So what is the one Google is Stadia. Coming Stadia. They're coming up with Stadia, and that's what we're talking about with being a streaming game. Really? Yes. Okay. But it's, it's kind of flop, though. It, it has so far out the gate. Cause really? None of the big developers. I think NBA 2K20 is on it, and that's like the biggest title they have right now. I've also heard it's killing bandwidth. Yes, it, yeah. Not bad. Well, I mean, you take these games, when we get them on our Xbox Ones now, You have to. the first thing you have to do is download them to the console, and it's 50 gigs. Yeah. It's nothing. 50 gigs and, is like a And that's right straight now. streaming. That's You don't download it. Right. You turn it on, and you're playing it. Yeah, here right. in Asheville, we couldn't do it. No. I don't think that we could we, do it. The the infrastructure is not the only place that you could do it would be where we're sitting in this in this school building. Okay. And that's only because we get five hundred up, five hundred down in this building. Oh wow. But that's that is a that's because we're on a commercial connection. Sure. You know? Well. That's why everything I do internet wise is, is here. <laughs> yeah, really. So yeah, that's why everything I mean Well this school's come a long way from right. when I was here. <laughs> yeah. I don't even get a tenth of that at home. <laughs> I get y'all, this is this is how bad it is for me. I get I'm lucky if I get two down and half of one up where wow. I live. Yeah. Wow. I'm i I'm in the dark ages. Wow. I'm at least I think twenty five up and maybe maybe two down or twenty five down. Twenty five down and maybe two up. That's that's wow. what I am. Yeah. Wow. I 
I think you're absolutely right. The immediate future is streaming, which puts an interesting strain on your traditional console makers like Sony, like Microsoft, and Nintendo. Because if everybody is just going to stream them to their phone or to their computer and hook up a Bluetooth remote right. or a Bluetooth controller, right. the market for the console is gone. Well, so how are they going to transition? Mobile games took over for a long time, but now it's kind of pulled back, I think, a little bit with the big titles like your Call of Duties, like your Halos coming up, things like that. So it's it, it's even flow. Well, this very, this very reason is why the Xbox One, it's called the Xbox One, because they thought, hey, it's going to be more than just gaming. One You're gonna, thing for everything. Right. You have your Netflix, you have your... Hulu have everything all in one. That's why it's the Xbox. It's an entertainment system. Right. It's not a the game console. The one thing console. you need for all your entertainment is where the, where the name comes from. But in this next one, obviously they're going to update the graphics and everything, but they've, they've gone back to their roots, and it's supposed to be backwards compatible with everything. So all of your Xbox One games supposedly work on it, all your Xbox 360 games work on it, and all your Xbox original no. Xbox games. No. Okay. So that's... it'll be completely backwards compatible. So I can... Yeah. I've heard. So I'm getting this console. Um, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because I can, all the games you've already I can, bought, you can still play. Right. Because exactly. I still have Mercenaries. I can have Mercenaries, but I don't have Maybe a 360. So I, that means I can play Mercenaries on this thing. So I've actually got... I still got the 360, so... Yeah. But... I'm going to trade that out on that end. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so what is this console starting out price-wise? They just released... An arm and a leg. Yeah. yeah. They I just bet. released that the PlayStation 5. Is it 499 or 699 or 599 I don't know. I, I thought I just said that the suggested retail was 599 I think. I, I know Xbox is doing this plan. You know, they got the Game Pass now. they yeah. got this plan now where you can do payments on a console. Oh, wow. per month. That's crazy. They send you the That's console insane. and you pay a monthly fee that covers your gold, your game pass, and well, how, do, how do you do that? Finish off your How do you get console? the console? They just send it to you or something yeah. like that? Yeah, Sign it up? It okay. I guess it would be kind of like a cell phone contract. Pretty right. much. That's what it sounded like, yeah. Well, you know, the big push in business in general, especially the tech industry these days, is service-based, the service-based business model. Yeah. Netflix started it. And it's just gone, you know, everybody's tried to shift their business model. You look at Apple, whose main business model since their rise in the early 2000s has been the sale of hardware and devices. Mm -hmm. Well, now Tim Cook, the CEO, is trying to transition the company to its services. That's why they've released a credit card. That's why they've released Apple TV+. Plus. That's why they've released Apple Music, because they want customers to pay a monthly you know, they want to give you a service for a monthly fee mm-hmm. so that they have a consistent revenue no matter what. Right. They're not reliant on, well, <laughs> we a, might sell the iPhone 11 right. Pro. We might sell this many units this year. We might not. We don't know. Right. If they can get your credit card information mm-hmm. and say, we're going to bill you every month, we're all humans. Right. We know that you know it's really kind of hard to cancel a, a service like that. Yeah. I can't tell you how many well, services I'm subscribed to. Absolutely. But see, like, Absolutely. you can go and pay for your Amazon Prime for, what, 120 bucks a year right mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Or you can pay, was it, like, 14 bucks a month? Yeah. For, you know, every month for the whole year. And, you know, some people don't realize you're actually paying more if you do it that way. Yeah. But it's easy and it's convenient because, yeah. hey, nobody misses 12 or 14 bucks, whatever it is, you know, every month. Same thing with Netflix. Same thing with Hulu. Same thing with... Everything just right taking now. smaller bites. Yeah, you just take it in smaller bites. Yeah, like we just Clint got me into this and just recently got uh, YouTube TV, and I love it. 
That's what I've got. And it's uh, $50 a month. Yeah. $50 a month. Right now, because yeah. it went up, because it was 40 It was 40 And they added like five more channels. That's about when I got it. So yeah. when they went up, you know. So see, I got it when channel. it was 30 Oh, wow. Well, yeah. see, it wasn't available in the area whenever it was that kind of cheap. Yeah. In the, in the Birmingham, quote unquote, yeah. area. So the metro area. We weren't able to get it, which you probably had it down in Auburn. I did. Yeah. In which I just recently dropped Netflix. You dropped Netflix? And I got Disney Plus. So you dropped Netflix and picked up Disney Plus. Yeah, but <sighs> little just, kids, you got yeah. all the Disney movies. Right, and it's just yeah. Netflix to me, they've kind of gone downhill here lately where they want to have a hand in everything in the movies right, and yeah. all stuff and it's not and, and and because they do that, the price of it it keeps increases increasing. every little bit. You know, every so yeah. often it'll go up a dollar, it'll go up two dollars, whatever. And it's again you don't really see it. But I find myself watching Netflix less and less, especially now that I've got that, YouTube. That TV. was that was it. We found ourselves watching it less and less, and I was like, "See, I'm, Disney Plus came out, and we had to get just got a lot of the classics on there." All, so all the Marvel movies that are on all the Marvel Netflix movies are on, on that. Yeah, so Disney Plus here soon too. So. See, I'm I'm the other way. I, uh-huh. I don't know, Hammy, how you feel about this, but I'm I love Netflix because of the originals. I don't know what I'd do if I couldn't watch. I mean, the, this is a bad example because I don't really love The Crown. Stranger but Things. The Crown. Got. Yeah, Stranger yeah. Things. i got to yeah. watch me some Stranger Things. I've got to, you know, The King, the latest Netflix film with Timothy Chalamet about Henry V. Got, I've got to watch that. And the only place that you can get those movies is on Netflix. One of the things great about it, you know, I could, like Stranger Things. It comes I back can, out in October. I can, I I can, can delete I, it for now and right, come back to it. Exactly. And then while I've got it for that month and I'm waiting for, you know, whatever to come out, I can That's the great thing about it, you know. And, you know, I keep telling myself that, but then Netflix sends me these emails about these movies that they're adding or these originals that they're producing, and I'm going, gosh, dang it, man, I want to cancel, <laughs> but now I can't because I really want to watch this, you know. So they, they keep me hooked. Yeah. And that's the same thing. I, I have HBO now. I was going to cancel HBO now after Game of Thrones ended. We did, but because yeah. of Game of Thrones, we canceled. But now I'm hooked on Watch the Watch. Uh, no, not the Watch, but Watchmen. Yeah, the TV show. It's absolutely amazing. It's so good, and I can't get enough of it. My question is why? And I understand, you know, the content and and the language of some of it. And I get that, but why can't they do that on network TV? It seems like every network TV show here lately is just trash, bland, completely yeah. bland. Not since yeah. Lost. I, I love Lost. Hammy loves Lost. Lost is probably, in it? my opinion, it is the greatest network television show in the 21st century. I mean, you know, no, I, Hammy is back we in just love become with you? best friends. <laughs> I think we did. I think we did. Like that, J.J. Abrams and Damon Lindelof did a great job writing and producing and directing that show. And Damon Lindelof is actually the guy that created. He, he's the guy that developed the yeah. Watchmen series yeah, on HBO. Watchmen. I'm so, going to have to go back and watch it. I, it's I, amazing. Well, I've watched it three when times. When did it come out? 2005? Oh, September 23rd, 2004. Wow. I knew he would wow. know. I that knew Hammy would know. You were the man. <laughs> Gosh. I knew Hammy would know. know that. No, I, I started on that first season. I mean, maybe got into the second season. But ever since then, I, hadn't, I didn't. What? I, I, man, I was I just, hooked. I was hooked from, from yes. the first. From when Jack opened his eye. When 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 that when that <laughs> catty corner blurred out word logo lost went yeah across the screen that scared what, the living daylights out of me as a was, kid it, how character driven it was but then oh, how yeah. story driven it became 
Well, you wanted to know what the heck was going yeah, on. I, I had the on. privilege of watching it live. I watched Ooh. every episode when they originally aired. That, that's wow. my issue. That's my only issue. During I, season two, they would they would do fake commercials for fake companies. And each one of them was like a clue that took you to a website. And you could scour that website for like little Easter eggs and clues to find out what's going on. So, oh, man. There, there, there is part of me that wishes I would have watched it live. But being part of this streaming mm-hmm. generation now, yeah. I couldn't have made it. There's oh, no way I could have made it week yeah. to week. No, you, you spent that week digging through philosophy, yes. geography. Trying to figure stuff out, talking to people. You were what the heck is the lost. Dharma Initiative? You were lost. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. yeah. What's Dharma mean? I would uh, I would go to uh, Alex's house and watch it with Alex and Eric G. And we would sit there and just try to come up with all these theories about what's happening. <laughs> and see, that's really the last time I remember that because shortly after that, that's when you had the the rapid rise. Netflix was around before then, but their business model up until that point had been predicated on the mail-in DVD service. Yeah. That was a bu- the bulk of their right. profit. Well, then kind of after Lost or halfway through Lost, you have the rise of internet streaming, yeah. that, that initial spark. And so after that, that's when you start to get this kind of, people started to get a taste of this binging phenomenon that we're so obsessed with now. Right. And so that's the last time that I remember... I take that back. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm I'm going through that same thing right now with Watchmen because I'll be darned if HBO doesn't release one episode at a time on HBO now. Yep. And Disney Plus, daggone they're, it, they're is doing, doing the it. same thing with Mandalorian. God, have you seen it? I've started it. Oh, God. But what, Ep- what name would get into because eventually I needed to go to bed. Episode I'm, I'm, 3. I'm watching Lost right now. I'm watching it. Oh, okay. This is okay. my fourth time watching this show. This is how much this show means to me. I'm going to have to get on the bandwagon then. Yes, this. you are. Because, and this is the thing. The hook episode for me keeps moving right. It used to yeah. be that, what, fourth episode with fifth. Locke? With Locke? This is episode five. Okay, well, the fifth episode with Locke. Well, now it's like the eighth or ninth episode with Charlie and the Moth. Is that oh, nine? Yeah, that was yeah, good. That's that's the, good that was the hook for me this time. I had to get past that. The first time it was, it was a plane crash. It was episode yeah. one, episode two. And then it was locked because there's, and I won't spoil it for you. There's, well, you've seen it, but there's this, been a while, there's but this yeah. one where, you know, Locke has this thing that's wrong with him. And all of a sudden you don't know about it until the very end of the episode. And you're like, yeah. holy crap. Like how, how deep is this going to go? And it's just, it's so character driven that it's just amazing. So uh, well written. But all that, yeah. all that full circle is the only reason why I have Hulu. Cause that's the only thing it's on right now. Uh, I said my, my real hook with Lost was first encounter with the monster. Cause that from, big black thing. Yeah, because that I was like, "What is it? I want, I have to know what that is." And you know, they didn't an, they didn't really answer that question until like the last couple of seasons. Like, and yeah. even then, I've got some questions about it. because they didn't theories. explicitly even even then they didn't explicitly say what it was. And you, a lot of people implied. were upset about that that they didn't completely explain. It. But now that I'm looking back on it, there's no way you could have made anyone happy. So it's better oh, to leave it a mystery. I'm yeah. totally lost right now. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry, man. I, I did like so a lot of people you know they're comparing the ending of Game of Thrones to the ending of Lost in that the ending of Lost was such a major disappointment in how vague everything was left and kind of the way certain characters ended up in their relationship with other characters but the more I watch Lost the more I'm okay with it then they yeah. ended in a church I don't know. Maybe I'll have to watch it. Huh? I don't know. Maybe I'll have to watch it. Yeah, you'll have to see. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) 
No, I, I I did like the ending of the Lost. I mean, it was it was good closure for the characters. It did leave yeah, a lot of mysteries like up it. in the air. I think people didn't like it because it was more spiritual than they wanted to admit it. But, but I, it, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with yeah, that. and leaving the mysteries up in the air, I'm fine with because that keeps you thinking about it. Not, I mean, it makes what, you watch it for a fourth time. Nine years. So how many seasons are we talking about? Six. Six. six okay. Now the guy that was left, you know, in charge. Mm-hmm. I thought you couldn't. Have, I thought like, okay, that's why he ended up. Yeah. On the that's perfect. Yeah. I, that. Mm-hmm. That right there, so <laughs> y'all pink my interest, man. I'm gonna go back and watch this thing. But like he, you know, couldn't have had a better person being left in charge. But you mentioned the Game of Thrones mm-hmm. finale. I was so disappointed with the Game of Thrones. Incredibly, disappointed. yeah, with the, with the whole season. Yeah, that I've I've completely erased from my mind. Like all the good parts, I just don't even yeah. think about. Yeah, the show I don't anymore. understand how people can compare that ending. And, and say that Lost ending was worse, that they thought it was a worse ending, for the worst ending in television history. A lot of people say it's Lost. I don't know how no. you can say that compared to Game of Thrones. Yeah, that entire last those season. people are on drugs. Because I, I love the ending. I mean, the, I was, those I was people. I like a baby. Oh, absolutely. I was crying. I was booing yeah. like a baby the second time I saw it. Those people are lizard people from Planet <laughs> X. <laughs> from Planet X. So, I, you know, the, the ending of Game of Thrones... You haven't seen Game of Thrones, have you, Brandon? No, I haven't. He's got so, the ones. There's too much nudity in that show. There's a lot of vulgarity and nudity and explicit yeah, language and, and, in, in right, that one. And, but let me say this about Game of Thrones. It's story. The story is so well-constructed. But n- having seen the last season, the reason it's so well-constructed is mostly due to George R. R. Martin, the author of the books. Yeah. Because we yeah. saw... What David Benioff and D.B. Weiss had to do as writers and showrunners of that show after they ran out of book material. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is why we were left with such a huge disappointment. Because it's, there were so many well, just things that don't make that sense they were, to me. They were more interested in, in subverting expectations yes, absolutely. Than, than anything else. And that just yeah. ruined now, it. Do I think, do I hate David Benioff and D.B. Weiss? Do I hate David Dan? No. Do I think they're good writers and directors? Absolutely. But they just messed up here big time. Well, you mess up big time, but you, you, you throw on to they've already delayed the season. Yeah. You know, by a year. So you had to wait two years for the final season. There's so much pressure on it to get it done, to get it done in time. And the content has to be right. You're not going to make everybody happy. You're not. They they made no one but happy. But they made no one happy doing what they did. So yeah. at least take, okay, this is what the majority of the people are going to expect. Let's go that route. At least the the vast majority will be happy. And and I think that's maybe take the high road scenario. But also at the time, they were also uh, contracted to do the next Star Wars yeah. trilogy. They already started writing it, I believe. And yeah. because they screwed that season of Game of Thrones up so much, they, they fired them for it. Well, I think the headline I saw is that Dave and Dan left the project. Oh yeah, but I think yeah. Kathleen Kennedy at Lucasfilm was like, "Yeah, guys, we're not going to go with we're with we're y'all too anymore. busy." Maybe yeah, so we're going to have to uh, walk away from the biggest movie franchise in history. Yeah, yeah, from our dream jobs. Exactly from we're their too, dream, too busy. dream jobs. And what what baffles me even more is the reason that George R. R. Martin gave Dave and Dan the rights to make Game of Thrones mm-hmm. was that they had a lunch and he asked them one question who 
are Jon Snow's parents. And obviously they gave they gave George R. R. Martin the correct answer. Many people knew yeah. it though. It, it well, was difficult. It was I mean I, I I remember before the show starting uh or around the time the show started my cousin was big into it and he he told me the same thing exactly who their who his parents were. But you have to think you have to be a decent fan to know who his parents were. So given that the what happened then? Finished, yeah. yeah. So what happened? Obviously they were fans and they wanted to do the material justice. What happened with season 8, man? Uh 2019 happened. Um and we live in a time where nobody has a has an original idea that's worth a crap anymore. That's why you see so many remakes of movies and yeah. and rebrands of movies. It's a big trend now. Like so But well, now Dave and Dan did have an original idea. So that the show can they, they were coming up with a show talking about kinda like the man in the high castle on Amazon Prime, but a little a little different. Oh, what yeah. if the Confederacy had won? Had won? Or at, at least well, at the war had come into the draw. The had come <laughs> had come into a draw, and they were going to look at 2019 America with the Confederacy. They were going to see what, but then there was an uproar about that. Yeah, so that, pro, that project got shut down like that. HBO had they were ready to film the pilot and everything. They had it written, and they shut shut that down. Well, I know the the Game of Thrones prequel has been release straight to series they don't even have to do a pilot for it yeah. so that's already been already been announced so i don't know maybe they can bring the fan base back there's a lot of ticked off people i've never gone back because they're prequels <laughs> and i know how i know how their story ends yeah i really yeah. hope martin's is different because yeah. that one's that was trash i'm very interested to see because you know that's another thing he stepped away from season eight to finish writing because guys he's old yeah. that joker's getting on up there and if he doesn't finish this here soon you know a lot of fans are worried about his health uh, so he's got to, he's got to finish the books have you heard of uh robert jordan in the will of time series yes another long fantasy series yes. he died before he mm-hmm. ended it and well and a lot of people say that uh J.R.R. tolkien wanted to write more I, I've, I've material. Yeah, I've seen that. He 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 started before he died. He started a sequel, and he said it's it's. I'm rushing it. He yeah. says I'm I'm not going to do it unless I have a good story. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting until everybody got done. Well, I think I think that really that kind of brings up all of this discussion brings up a really good topic, and that's what do we want to recommend to the audience. As we, as we wrap up everything, lost. so Clint's Clint's recommendation is lost. Why? Because it's 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 fantastic in that it's character driven. Like I said, it's very character driven show to start out because you're learning obviously about the survivors of this plane crash, and then it gets very story driven in the fact of there's other things happening on the island that you didn't really see, and then it goes back to character driven because you're learning about all these other people that are on the island. And then it goes back to story driven, and it's just it's it's kind of a flip flop back and forth. There's there's flash forwards, there's flashbacks, there's the way it intertwines. Uh, there, there's flash sideways with alternate realities. There's there's all of these. Um, Whole lot of spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. I mean, it's a it's a show that's how old now? Right, exactly. If you had seen it by. Yeah. In my case, yeah, I don't really care. If you hadn't seen it by now, you still go back and watch it. So it's it by now, that's on you. But yeah. unless this is broadcasting to the past so, somewhere or another. 
real real <laughs> quick. I want to add. Yeah, I want to add to that. I look look at the way the the show was shot. Mm-hmm. It's not shot like any other ABC network show. No, they the cinematography and the camera look the aesthetic of that show is still unlike any other ABC. Sure. That that show got away with so much in terms of that show today would not make it to air on any standard network. That show, those creators would have to go to Netflix or Prime or somewhere like that to get that show made. Today. Well, I already cost a dude his job. The guy it, greenlighted it, it. Yeah, the uh, the head of production for ABC or something like that. They fired him over it because they made it. Because he gave he gave it the green light, and they went to go film the pilot, and it cost a crap ton of money or something like that. Mm-hmm. And ABC said, "Yeah, dude, that was a mistake. We've got it. We, we have to make it now." But you're you're losing your job over didn't they did fire him right yeah. yeah but then it went on to be i think it's still technically the most successful show that abc's produced in the past 15 years i think so so that's that guy oh, abc laughing oh yeah. yeah yeah he's yeah but that's like you know I, i'm watching the Star Wars documentary on Disney Plus cuz i have Disney Plus too uh <laughs> what do you have what do you have what do I have? Yeah, Disney Plus, Netflix, and I what? have Disney Plus, HBO Now, Netflix, Amazon Prime, and YouTube TV. <laughs> got all okay. those except for I don't have Hulu. Well, we got the they have a Disney uh, Plus package. That's a package that Hulu, you get Hulu, Hulu, and ESPN, ESPN Plus. Plus. Which, by the way, if y'all haven't checked that out, that's got a really good lineup of original content. Where Peyton Manning is going through, I want to watch and Kobe that. Bryant. Yeah, and I think he does Kobe it too. Bryant, and I think there's a Nick Saban one as well. And the Saban, yeah, the Sabans are on there. Yeah, the, the stuff that he goes through is yeah, yeah. prep for game week kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's like a whole a lot of little debbies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. But yeah, yeah. I watched the uh, the Peyton Manning one, and basically he had talked about going to Chicago and talking about football in Chicago, and then the guys from the Saturday Night Live skit. With the Bears would mm-hmm. come on and they christened him. I saw that. Peyton. They called him Peyton Two because of, of Walter Peyton. So yeah. Peyton Number Two, we're going to christen you in the uh, in the booze of of Ditka in in the water of, of, of sausage. Or when he comes back up, he's got a mustache. Hey, Duncan, and it's just a really good. And he comes back up, he's got this mustache. He's got a mustache and, and, he, and, and the glasses and the, glasses and the hat. And he's and like, I am now a Bears super fan. <laughs> da Bears, da Mike bears. Ditka. So. Lost from Lost Clint. in the Hammond Span. What's your Tammy? <laughs> plug in the plug in the podcast one more time. Hold on. again. We, it can be anything, right? Anything. Okay. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. It can be anything. Uh, Cheese It's Groove Snack Crackers. <laughs> <laughs> the little <laughs> the little cracker with big crunch. I highly <laughs> recommend the, the white cheddar or sharp white cheddar. It's delicious. Got a like really, ten out of ten delicious. Oh man, it's got a great texture to it. It's good, just satisfying crunch. Like you feel like you bit into something. Can I get it at the DG? I love this, man. Probably. Okay. More than right. Where do you get yours? Uh, they appear in <laughs> my dad's it? office. <laughs> uh, and they magically disappear from his dad's office. <laughs> He's diabetic. He can't have them. <laughs> no. I'm saving your life, Dad. All right. So now say it again one more time, Hemi. Cheese its grooves. Any flavor? Uh, I've had the sharp white cheddar. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Brandon? <sighs> can I do my last week's? No, I can't do that, can no. I? I need to do another one. Yeah. Can I do another movie like Clint did? Or do sure, something along the lines? Be yeah. controversial. Recommend Chick-fil-A. Want. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Now, I like, uh, I was thinking because y'all were talking about different um, series of like Lost and all that stuff. Have y'all ever seen True Detective? Oh, yes. I want to. Season one? Season, season one. one. Season one. That, that's I've heard. I've heard a lot. With of Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrison in it. I, I think season three is pretty good, too, they say. Season I watched, two kind of took a dip. Yeah. I watched season three, but it's nobody can beat yeah, season just, one. Season one is It was epic. amazing. Yes, it was. It's it's that scene where they're going through that housing, and it's just one long take. Like, literally, it's yeah. like a 15-minute long take. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's yeah. it's And the acting and... Matthew McConaughey oh was... Extraordinary in that. I mean, he again. That's one of those performances where Matthew McConaughey disappears. Both of them, Woody Harrison. Yeah. They both did really good in that. So he's a really good actor. Great. You actor. Just forget it because some of the stuff he's in. Who yeah. is it? McConaughey. Yeah, McConaughey. Yeah. Woody Harrelson is too. Yeah. yeah, Harrelson's a great actor. Yeah. Anyway, that's my recommendation. Go ahead, Clint. No, say, no, say, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, say what you were going to say. What I was going to say. We may or may not have recorded an episode today with Justin Williams and he told us that we had to get Brandon to tell us a story about him going to the movie set <gasps> of, of Harry and the Hendersons okay <laughs> tell us a story yeah. about you going to Harry guys and he Henderson looks like he doesn't set. know what we're talking about oh uh, I mean god that, that would have been I see second grade so it'd have been what seven or eight years old went to the set in Hollywood um yeah after the when the movie come out was that eighty mid eighties? Late eighties? Late. Second grade, buddy, you would have been in early nineties, ninety one. Yeah, early nineties, you would have you would have been ninety two, maybe would have been second grade. I never knew you went. I never knew you went. You went to California? Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen eighty seven. This is what happened. This is what happened. Real so quick. Harry and the Hendersons come out in eighty seven. As an eighty seven American uh, fantasy comedy film directed and produced by William Deere. Okay. So mom had So you'd have been like Three. Uh, uh, yeah. Not second grade. When the movie came out. Okay. Now they ca- they came out with a sitcom show after that. That's true. And mom had won tickets to to on the set. And we were, you know, won tickets on the radio show or whatever. Anyway, flew over there, went on the uh, set with them, got to see the guy who played uh, uh, Harry – was like seven foot, dressed up in the suit that he was. So when he would come up, it freaked me out. Uh, <laughs> I mean, his dude was humongous. Um, but the original, uh, the original guy who played in the movie, he passed away, and he was. They had his gravesite on the uh, in um, Universal Studios. Yeah. So um, that was that was neat meeting everybody. I got to meet. Um, Got to go on set when, um, see, Matlock was being filmed. Oh, yeah, that's, um, that, that's probably that guy. That was awesome. I bet. Yeah. Uh, Did you get to meet Andy Griffith? I, no, he wasn't on set today. Oh. We went. Um, what's the other one? Um, Harry Jeff, Mason. No, something. <laughs> something. The fat guy. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, goodness, Dad would know. Dad's he's. When he listens to this, he's going to kill me. Um, anyway, yeah. Got to go on set of Matlock and a bunch of those other ones. Meet a lot of the actors, actors behind the scenes. and um, Yeah, that was that was fun. How did Justin 
I don't remember. know how he remembered it. I don't know if there was a picture or what, but he brought it up, and we're like, we've never heard this story before. Okay. So yeah. we were, well, we, Justin's right. Yeah, we, we won a trip and went out there. and Hammy's Perry makes a comment back. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that was good. Woo. All right, Nick, what do you recommend? Okay. Oh, God. All right. This kind of ties into our Game of Thrones conversation. But, you know, Hammy made the comment. They they wanted to subvert all fans' expectations. They didn't want to do fan service, you know, when they were writing season eight of Game of Thrones. I'm going to recommend a show that we have mentioned on the podcast today on this episode that has done a great job of doing fan service and has done it really well, and that's The Mandalorian. I think it's and the first three episodes thus far. The first three. Let me be clear. The first three episodes I highly recommend. All right, what is this? It's a Star Wars TV show on Disney Plus. Okay, uh-huh. it's, it's from the viewpoint of the bounty hunters, the Mandalorians. Okay, and then there's a Mandalorian who goes, and in Episode One, he's sent on this secret mission by a former Imperial Moff, who we assume is a Moff, or maybe something a little less than a Moff. He's not necessarily that high up, but he's got some stormtroopers with him. And now this is post Empire, so this is yes. like after Episode Six, yes. before Episode Seven, or is it kind of during that this new trilogy? I think it's probably alongside this new trilogy because okay. they talk about it. You know, basically, it's like a space western. Okay, is is and even the music. Have you've seen the first episode? Right, I've seen bits of the first episode until I fell asleep. Just the, I'm old. The first episode, man. The music just kind of takes you, and the setting is just it's. I mean, it is a Star Wars TV show that feels like a spaghetti western. It's awesome. And at the end of the first episode, you really figure out where the TV show is going to go because something something is discovered that's you're like, wow. And this is on wow. Disney+. Plus, right? It's on Disney+. Yes. Plus. Uh, check it Was out. it Baby Yoda? <laughs> Do, should we bleep that out? <laughs> that's exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, uh, Have you it, seen it? If I've seen it, it's it's everywhere. People, people oh, okay. are talking about it everywhere. Okay, but have you, so you haven't seen it. it. You just saw the. I, you just I saw, saw the that. Spoiler. Yeah, I've heard that that's not who that is. Again, I'm not trying to spoil anything. That the producers had come out and basically said that it was like the same species. Well, it's not species. Baby Yoda, but it's the same. Yes, yeah, the same right. species. Okay. Okay. The un the unknown species that Yoda. You know, Yoda. Yoda's origins yeah, and his species origins the only are one very rare. That species I've ever seen. In, Technically, I mean, Greedo, I've seen two or three different Greedos species. Technically, I did, I've done a little research. Apparently, in you know the new canon they've done with Star Wars, mm-hmm. there's only one other of Yoda's type that was a Jedi Master, and it was a female. She's not in any of the movies, but there is a female, not Yoda, but a female of Yoda's race, and she was a part of the Jedi uh, Order. So... It's just, I don't know. It's, it's really fascinating to me what they're going to... And John Favreau has directed, created, and written the TV show. He's the guy that wrote and directed Iron Man. He's the guy that plays Happy Hogan mm-hmm. in all the Marvel movies. Not Is it Happy Hogan? Yeah. Happy? Happy? Yeah. So happy. he, uh, John, and you know, he directed the Jungle Book, and he directed the line, the new Jungle Book and the new Lion King, and he's, so he's, he's done a really good job with it, I think. Okay. Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones plays the Mandalorian, actually. What character did he play? Pedro Pascal played? Uh, O'Brien Mar- Martel. Yes, Martel. Okay. Um, real quick <laughs> as a guy. bonus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, real quick, on to that, I would also recommend, and it's going to be really, really cheesy, I would recommend uh, the Star Wars Clone Wars. Okay. Yes. Um, 
animated computer yes. animated TV show, yes. but it, it, it it's very good if you like the. Star it's still Wars really stuff. good. It's still really good. It's great. Several seasons of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maze was really into it for a little while, so I got to watch a little bit of it. So it's, it's really good as well. Real quick, maybe another recommendation right here. <laughs> More Rex. So I know Clint and you, Sonic the Hedgehog guy. Oh, so the movie that's oh coming out. Gosh. What do you? What do you? What do you feel? What do you think? <laughs> Too late. It 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 looks right. better yeah. than the way better, yeah. but it's they went back and changed the 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 way Sonic looked, right? Yeah, it yeah. Looks yeah. Like humanoid, I guess. Right. I, don't know. I, I was just wondering because I may I may still looks save the kids to watch it or something. Oh, the kids will love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it'll do real well at the box office from a kid standpoint, but I. Me personally, I think it's twenty years too late. Yeah. I don't think Sonic's relevant right now. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But at the same time, twenty years ago, we got the Super Mario Brothers movie, and that was atrocious. So. Yeah. Well, I remember you that know, one. <laughs> this movie's that this movie's weird for several reasons. One, like you said, is completely irrelevant. You know, Sonic the the franchise isn't necessarily as big and relevant as it used to be. So that that's a weird move. But I think it speaks to your comment earlier that you made about original content mm-hmm. and studios just trying to find money makers. Right. And, and this is going to be – they know it's going to play off nostalgia and people like you. And your son are going to go watch it because sure. he likes Sonic and you played Sonic. And, sure. you know. But another thing that's really weird for me when I saw the movie, and it was a casting decision, it wasn't James Marsden. It was Jim Carrey. That's weird. That as, was a, as a fat Dr. Robotnik. But I mean, he's not fat. He's not fat. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Jim Carrey won't do a good job, or I don't think Jim Carrey maybe. Right. I just, it's just kind of like Jim Carrey just came out of left field. You know, he hadn't yeah. done much recently, right. and then he just comes out and does. Hey, I'm doing Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh, I was Doctor Robotnik. Crazy, that's yeah, crazy. I feel like I'm gonna be watching Ace Ventura as Doctor Robotnik. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even yeah. think you get that. What was I, the I really last don't. movie that he did? Remember he did that 23 that flopped when he was trying to be a serious role. That's one of the last ones I remember. He can do serious. Was, he can, yeah. He did uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind with yeah. uh, Kate Winslet. That was that was good. Truman yeah, Show was good. They got these great things called cell phones. That. Uh, that was really good. That Where, it, like, he didn't know it, but his life was fake. Like, oh, they yes, built the yes, massive yes, yes, studio. Yes. Yeah, the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah that was a good yeah. I like that. that uh, that's a good one. So I haven't seen we, that in a while. I know we're trying to get wrapped up because we've probably been going for like two hours or something now. So, yeah. Um, real quick, <laughs> because we're going to release this episode as part of our Thanksgiving special, and it's technically going to release after Thanksgiving. So, we're going to make it a little Thanksgiving theme before we get out of here. What are y'all looking forward to most on Thanksgiving? And then when we're asked that question, I don't mean, you know, turkey. Okay, there you go. And um, I don't I, mean Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, obviously, you got the fellowship with the family, and you know you're gonna have family members you probably don't see, but once or twice a year anyway. And you know we all look forward to that. But purely from a gluttonous standpoint, what are y'all looking forward to? Uh, well, for us, we always get together with my family, and as soon as we eat and do all that stuff, we go out and we shoot guns. So, just like any Hashtag normal America. American. I would assume does so by God, yeah, <laughs> by golly. Um, so that's what we do, and that's what I look forward to. So we do that each and every year. Okay. So I, this is going to sound really strange and kind of pathetic. I haven't had Thanksgiving with my family in five years because you've been at Auburn. So well, the previous four years I've been at Auburn, and while I was at Auburn, uh, basically the job that I had, I had to work on Thanksgiving yeah, Day. Yeah, Nick pretty much has Thanksgiving with us. Yeah, so 
I did last year. That's right, I did. You did, didn't yep. I? Yeah, I had Thanksgiving with y'all. Last year, the first year that I wasn't at Auburn working down there, and I was back here, my entire family was at the beach. I could not go due to work obligations here in Asheville, so I had to stay in Asheville. So, again, I was by myself. So I went over and 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 hung out with them. Uh, this year, my family is going to stay in Asheville. We're having Thanksgiving at my grandmother's house on Thursday. Cool. And, and so I'm looking forward to that kind of return to normalcy. But I'm also I'm going to play flag football. I think I told you this before we started yeah. the episode. I'm going to play flag football after that at uh, – this is going to sound really strange. At they're they're te- they're not technically my students. Mm-hmm. I don't teach them, right. but they're two of my players, and we're distantly related. So that's kind of where like sure. people don't think it's weird sure. because we. But so I'm going to go over over to their house, and we're gonna we're gonna throw the old pigskin around, and I'm probably going to get my butt thrown onto the ground <laughs> several times. It's flag football, though. That don't matter. But that. But here's the thing: you have th- those two guys start on our football team and their father is crazy (laughs) that's a look kevin you know you are so don't get mad at me for saying that when you hear this (laughs) but so you know it's going to be a good time yeah awesome so yeah again kind of a a very american kind of a thing if you ain't shooting guns you're playing football yeah (laughs) and watching football i'm also looking forward to watching football after i this weekend too so we won't get that the uh parade Macy's. Yeah. I could I could do without that. I could do without that. And I could yeah. Do that stupid dog show that comes on after it, too. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with that. You actually watch that? <laughs> no. You know who does? My wife watches it every time, and I Why? have to just leave the room. Why? I don't know. Oh, these dogs are so pretty. No. No, they're not. They're dogs. They crap everywhere, and they eat whatever they want. No, do you have not. a dog? Well, t- unfortunately, my, my stepdaughter has three. Oh. That's kind of like the uh, dog Super Bowl thing they have each and every oh, year, gosh. too. That's fine. Oh, my gosh. It's just yeah. so cute. Well, now we know how Clint feels about dogs. <laughs> He's a cat person, no, we, apparently. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, Clint, Clint loves dogs. He's got three. I like dogs. I do not like that dog show. Yeah. And I don't like dogs that roam through the trash like mine did as we were leaving to come here. Hey, <laughs> so, uh, would know about that. Our Christmas music. Not a fan of Christmas music. If you want to find what? out more about that, check out what? our Christmas episode. Coming up. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. By the way, when's that episode going to come out? That episode's going to come out right before, at the 22nd, I believe. Yeah. Okay, the 22nd. So we'll have time to really yeah. dig into that. So do you okay. open that show up with Christmas music? He may we are now. Spy, yeah. <laughs> I love Haby well, going after Clint. He'll, he'll do anything yeah. To, yeah. To, to examine his nerve. Oh, I got some stuff to tell you when we get done. I got you. Guys, this has been really, really fun. I know we've gone over time, but that's okay. I mean, it's our it's our thing. We can do whatever we want to. So it's been a really – I appreciate you guys coming on. Appreciate you for you know? having us and, yeah. and letting us do do this uh, venture where we're stealing y'all's content and y'all are stealing our content. So. Yeah, so I, I like <laughs> it. Mostly stealing theirs. Yeah, mostly. Mostly. But that, that's fine. But here's the thing. We, you know, we don't really have content. Everything's our content and nothing's our content. Right. So – you know, we're more than happy to share. That's an oxymoron. I know. So just for future reference, so we're going to do another episode on college football. Is that right? Or we yeah, kind of we're all going to try to get together and do a video game review of college football, which of, of the NCAA football game is going to be awesome. Um, and then we'll probably do it here because of the setup and and all of that. So here in studio, I, I mark it down. I will get Clint to throw another controller. 
because we got, we're going to have to play the game before we do it again. Yeah. And I really hope I'm there to see that. Well, it'll be. We can do it here. We can hook it up. Yeah. TV. And yeah, we got I won't get it on video somehow, some way. You will not get me. Yeah, you, you and Casey have to play him back to back. You might get it, then, especially if I lose twice. For those of you who don't know, uh, on on Brandon and Nick's podcast, uh, I'm, I'm I used to be very very violent, and there's going to be a huge story that goes along with this. I'm so excited. So y- y'all y'all tune in for that one, but that one's going to take place between Christmas and New Year's, just in time for bowl season, so we can talk, you know, actual football during the right. time yeah. and talk about the game, and then we're going to have a recent playthrough of the game as well. So uh, look forward to that one. So we got we got a couple weeks uh, worth of content that we've got to get together prior to that. But yeah. it's exciting time. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for that one. So yeah, it's going to be good. Thanks for having us on, guys. We really, Absolutely, really guys. We, we appreciate y'all coming in, and as we wrap this thing up, uh, don't forget, guys – to subscribe, rate, review the podcast, go and visit. If you're listening on on our podcast, don't forget to go visit Ham and Spam's Retro Review. Those guys have right. a lot of cool Ham stuff going on. We really do appreciate them coming in studio this evening and recording with us. But go ahead, remember to help us out, support us. You can click the link in the show notes to support us every month. You can give $0.99, cents, $4.99, cents, or $9.99 a, cents a month. We already have some people doing it. It really helps out the podcast. Go ahead and do that. Support our sponsors, too, because when you support them, you support us. So we really do appreciate it. But this has been it, Brandon. And uh, don't, uh, don't remember, talk or go home.